Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is August 18th, 2022. Today's song recommendation is Rescue Story by Zach Williams. And I hope that you pause here and go and look the song up with lyrics and sing to God's ears and then come back and listen to the message. Today's scripture will be found in the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7. We'll be reading the second half of verse 12. Chapter 7 of 2 Chronicles, verses 14 and 15. And chapter 15 of 2 Chronicles, the second half of verse 2. And we will end in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5. Today's message is titled, The Lord is with you while you are with him. I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and get into my thoughts just a little bit because I know that there are a lot of people out there that will disagree with me and say the Lord said the, that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So today's title conflicts with that. What I'm saying, I'm titling today's message, The Lord is with you while you are with him. I'm going to go into scripture to explain myself. I first want to say that... If you follow his ways, key word is you follow, follow him, follow him, follow him. He was always on record say, before he called somebody to follow him. He'd say, you follow me, you follow me. So he's saying to us today, follow me. And on my last messages, I've been just saying over and over, it seems like, that we have to pick a side. We can't follow the world and its views and follow God and his views because those two conflict. So he can't leave you. He can leave you if you're on the wide road. If you haven't accepted him as your Lord and Savior and believed in your heart, and that means you believe what he did that he he came down from glory to be born. He walked the earth to talk to us about his ways. In the last few messages, we've been going over the Sermon on the Mount where he explains his ways. And then if you believe in your heart and not only believe, but, but follow him, love him with all your, your, your mind, heart, soul, and might, you are then believing that he did, he was crucified, he was buried, and he was resurrected on the third day. And he even was, he showed many proofs of his resurrection, and he showed himself to the apostles and many others. This is what you have to believe. There lies our faith. And I know I've said this before in other podcasts, but this podcast is about making sure that that is your belief system, your belief in your heart. Because when you start having that fear of the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. That's the beginning of your walk. That is, that is your, your new beginning, your new life, your new creation. Your new creation, once you've made that full commitment to follow Him, you're then sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit, and then He never leaves you nor forsakes you. But if you're still, you're still confused, and again, it's a commitment, it's a dedication to follow 
the one and only God that will lead you into heaven when it's your turn to leave this earth. There is only one way. There are many professing Christians out there that believe that there are many ways and that we believe just one way. Now, if that's you, you're on the wide road. You have not made a commitment. You have not dedicated your life to the Lord. That is, those are the people that are still idolizing themselves and what their wants are, what their needs are, and they're forsaking the one that they claim to believe in. Now, I will go into scripture, but there's there's a powerful message in the book of Genesis in regarding, regarding Lot's wife. God plucks them out of that, of that town before he burns it up. And he warns them, do not look back. And Lot's wife did, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. So this is a strong warning that he, if you turn back to the life that, that you claim you were plucked out of, you weren't really, you didn't really make the complete commitment to the Lord. Another another good point would be Judas Iscariot. He followed the Lord, but what did he do? He left. He turned. So he, his heart wasn't fully with the Lord. You have to follow his ways. Follow him. That's key, key, key. So let's go into scripture. So turn your Bibles to 2 Chronicles. And I'm currently reading 2 Chronicles. And that's why sometimes I'll read some scripture and just know that I have to share these scriptures with everyone. So it's chapter 7. We're going to look at chap, the verse 12 where he says, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Pause. He said these words to Solomon. In the Old Testament, David, King David, wanted to build a house for the Lord. He said, why should the Lord dwell in a tent? For he's, he's God. He, he, we, he, David said, we, I, I need to build him a beautiful, a beautiful house. But God told him, no, there was too much bloodshed on David's hands. He killed too many people. So he said that his son Solomon, David's son Solomon, King Solomon, would be the one that would be directed to build the house of the Lord. Well, God ends up destroying that house, but the wall remains. That's an, a story for another time. But I want to say that now, in, since God came down from glory and was born, and he showed us his ways, taught us his ways, wants us to follow his ways, and then his purpose was to die as the, the spotless lamb of God on the cross, once for all, for all the sinners that believed in him, in him only, in knowing that he is the only way to his father, to our father. Then he was buried and he resurrected on the third day. I've, I've said that, but that is now what, what he had said 
is we are now the spiritual house of the Lord. Though the believers in him, wholehearted believers in him, we are the house of the Lord. We are where his spirit dwells. So when we see this verse where he says, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place. We are the place. Our body is the temple of God. He has chosen a specific people that believe in him for himself. And we are the house now. And we are a house of sacrifice. We have to nail our old self to the cross, the sinful nature to the cross. And now we are fully dedicated to our Lord. Fully dedicated. Okay. Let's go over to, in the same chapter, verses 14 and 15. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will, and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be upon any, sorry, in my eyes, now my eyes will be upon will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Pause. And I am so sorry I'm fumbling my words. So let's go back and see that. People called by his name will humble them. He asks us to humble ourselves. Many people he plucks out of their destruction. But he asks us to humble ourselves and to pray and seek his face. So you go down on your knees and pray and seek his face. He will. But he also asks us to turn from our wicked ways. See, this is a commitment. You turn. You pray and seek his face. And you turn from your wicked ways. That's nailing your old self to the cross. Then he will hear you from heaven and will forgive your sin and heal your land, which is your temple. He will heal you. The spiritual house of the Lord. He will heal. And he goes on to say, I will open up my eyes and my ears and, and be attentive to your prayer right where you're at you're not going to change overnight you're not but the the process is the Holy Spirit helps you but you have to dedicate your life to this new way you can't keep going back and forth because the ones that keep going back and forth are still very very it's really easy to just say, oh, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I believe in my heart. You, you can say those words found in John 3.16, but it's not about just saying them, those words. It's not about just saying them. Let's move over to chapter 15, verse 2. I'm going to read the second half of that verse. which says this, If you seek him, he will be found by you. 
But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Pause. He was constantly telling the Israelites, I'll be with you, but if you step off and turn and start following your own self, you're, you're going to have problems. And he wants us to turn away from idolatry. To stop following, because you can be your own idol. What you you want, your needs are are all more important than what God wants for you. And if you're if you're listening to the world, and the world says this, that, and the other thing are not sins, because we're all going to hear what our itching ears want to hear in order to remain in our old lifestyle, in our old habits. Because the enemy wants you to hear those words or say the words. Well, if as long as you say it out loud, you're covered. Go ahead and continue living your old life. You're covered. You've said those words. It, you, it, that, no, 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 and no. <laughs> he, it is a, a commitment, mind from your mind, from your heart, from everything within you has to make that full commitment. And yes, we all fall on the daily. We all fall. But we repent from our sins. If you have a stronghold in your life, addiction, alcoholism, pornography, uh, sexual immorality, things like that that are are very uh, you know they're they're wrong things to do and you know it you know it those are strongholds even a foul mouth is a stronghold the these are where the holy spirit helps you sanctify your life and if you if you have a full commitment to god if you have that problem let's just say pornography just can't seem to stop watching those videos or reading those books or looking at those pictures yes you can it's a stronghold get down on your knees and pray it pray and seek God's face because when you pray and seek God's face and you actually see his face and you realize that he's right in front of you, you're probably not going to let your spiritual eyes, because the Holy Spirit dwells in you, see those pictures. Watch that. Hear that. It's That would be the Holy Spirit sanctifying you, but you have to have a solid relationship with him. Solid, solid, solid. Where it's, Lord, I failed, but I know that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Help me not to, to do that again. That is that is living a repenti- repentive lifestyle. You, you only want to please the Lord and you're so, so sorry for what you've just done. Because it's probably pretty hard to break a stronghold. But it's a, it's a process where if God 
if you if you are with God and you've said I've nailed myself to the cross I am born I'm a born creation you if you've truly made the commitment and have truly meant the words that you said that you pr- pr- confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and make him Lord of your life you become a new creation born again so you can't be in the both lifestyles now you're still going to sin but you're not going to listen to your worldly fleshly desires you're going to listen to the voice of the Lord and you're going to follow the Lord and you're not going to turn back you're going to mess up but you're not going to turn back you're not there's a big difference between you and the person that says I'm just going to live both lives because anyway I'm covered with with no no fear of the Lord you have no fear of the Lord if that's you so that the beginning of the you have to have that fear of the Lord it's the beginning of all wisdom it's it's the beginning okay I'm gonna try to make this 20 minutes so let's go over to second Thessalonians I'm sorry not second Thessalonians <laughs> that's next that's next podcast go over to Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 Okay, so Hebrews 13 verse 5 says this, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Pause. This is where we read, he will never leave you nor forsake you. But remember, the same God of yesterday, today, and forever, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the King of Kings, he is saying that you have to dedicate yourself to him. That you have to turn from wicked ways then he will hear you from heaven and will forgive your sin then he will never leave you nor forsake you pray and seek him pray and seek him pray and seek him follow him Judas Iscariot followed him but he turned to his wicked ways you have to be dedicated yeah, it, it's a heart. It's a heart thing. <laughs> you have to live for the Lord and not forsake Him. You have to believe that He is a God that is with you if you are with Him, and you have to start taking this serious because we are. I'm believing we're coming on some harder times where when the Antichrist comes on the stage if you're not already preparing yourself to only follow the Lord and still get living that wishy-washy lukewarm of course if you're if you're cold for Christ 
you're not going to heaven. If you're lukewarm for Christ, he's going to spit you out. You have to be hot for Christ. And make that commitment so you're not one of the ones that turns back, turns away. Because you've become used to listening to the people saying it's okay to live the way you want to live. There's very few pastors on the pulpit right now that will tell you that you can't live a certain lifestyle or that you can live a certain lifestyle and still make it into heaven. You have to start listening to the right people. You really do. And if this ministry can help one person change and get down on their knees and seek the face of the Lord, pray to Him, and mean, the, mean it, mean it when you say it, He is truth. He is truth. He even puts them in the sky, the cloud, the white cloud, and the dark cloud. He warns us of two different paths. There's a dark side and a light side. And check yourself. Are you still living in the darkness? Doing things, forsaking the Lord, not fully following Him. It's key to repent on the daily. And you cannot mock God. He knows whether or not you, he knows whether or not you are fully with him or you're just messing with him. He knows. He knows. Those are the ones that, if he knows the heart and knows how hard you're trying because you love him so much that you, you, he doesn't let you get onto the wide road, even when you're falling. You fall on the narrow road and he picks you up until he leads you through the gate, which is Jesus Christ, because he knows your heart and he knows how hard you're trying because you love him. Because you believe in him. You have to believe in him in order to love him. If you don't have that heart connection with the Lord, he is going to say, I did not know you. You didn't take the time to know what I really wanted from you. You took advantage. We can't take advantage of his sacrifice. But let me tell you, once you make that commitment and you fully mean what you're saying when you confess with your mouth that he's the Lord, the Son of God, and you believe in your heart of all that he did, the most beautiful sacrifice and love of anybody that, that anybody has ever done was Jesus Christ when he came. When he bled on that cross for you and for me and washed away our sins, not only for the believers that believe now, but the believers that are going to believe. This is for everyone that will accept him as their Lord and Savior and submit their lives to him and turn from their wicked ways and believe in everything that he did, that he resurrected, 
and he waits for us. To those, he sends his spirit so that we can be born again and be given that second chance with him. That's being plucked completely off of the wide road and put put on the narrow road. No matter how many times we stumble because we've dedicated our lives to him, no matter how many times we've stumbled. It's a true dedication to him. But if you only have a half halfway dedication to him and one foot in the one foot in darkness and one foot in lightness. I pray for you. I pray for you. Listen to God's view. Listen to God's word as though he's speaking directly to you because he is. He's warning, warning us. That's why he said, few find him. Most people are, they'd rather live for themselves and continue doing what they're doing. Most people have a lot of time. They think they have a lot of time. But time is of the essence and you know, we don't, we're not promised a tomorrow. My sibling, thank God, accepted the Lord and Savior as, as, her, as her Savior and dedicated her life in the last two months of her life. But she knew of him. She knew of the Lord. And it's not about just knowing who he is, about making that heart commitment to him. And then he will never leave you nor forsake you. Heed his word. All the glory to God. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.